you don't want to rush through the whole design process you know it's not like oh faster is better more efficient is definitely better welcome to design life a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators my name's Femke and my name is Charlie and today we're going to talk about pace this is something that I've noticed as I've like progressed in my design career that the more experience I have, the quicker I get at designing. And today we thought it might be interesting to talk about why that happens, what we feel contributes to it, maybe share, I don't know if there's some things we've done to help us increase our pace ourselves, whether it's been intentional or like, uh, I don't know, or not intentional. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. We've got a few, um, I don't know, should we call them housekeeping items? Housekeeping. To- to start off with though so i'll share the first one is that we have our work in progress pins on sale right now they're just eight dollars and in full transparency fem is moving we need to clear out the stock (laughs) i don't want to move with them (laughs) so please go head on over and buy a pin we're selling these below cost we just want to get them into the hands of listeners basically they're super cute pins designed by holly arnett and uh, we think you should go own one. So you can check that out, designlife.fm. There's a link to our store on there. Yes, uh, there is. You can find those ones. And in second housekeeping news is that we've decided to open up our community a little bit. So if you want to join our Slack, which we have for Design Life, it is now free and open for anybody to join. So anyone can come and join the conversation. So you can head to designlife.fm. There's a link at the top there to join our free Slack community, which we'd love to see more of you join. And we've also updated our Patreon to be more of a sort of donation-based Patreon. So obviously the show costs Charlie and I a little bit of money to run for hosting, editing, things like that. And we kind of rely on your donations and support to cover the costs of this show and so if you'd like to show your support in that way then you can head on over to our patreon account it's also linked on our website designlife.fm and you can show your support over there yeah it's like basically giving a little monthly tip and you know how much you want to contribute if you enjoy the show um for you know even if you just joined for a couple months we would super appreciate it but um, okay, housekeeping aside, aside from working on those things <laughs> over the last week, Fem, what have you been up to? Uh, good. I have brought on a new video editor, which I'm very excited about, who is actually kind of a referral from you and a video t- editor that you work with as well. Um, so I'm super excited to have that extra help and support, which is going to help alleviate some of my current workload. And then I know I've been talking about the community I want to do for like ages and yesterday I just got like this burst of inspiration and so I'm like just gonna do it because I feel like I keep having excuses for holding it back and wanting it to be like this perfect launch and blah 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 Uh, and I'm deciding to like scale back some of the things I wanted to do and just sort of get it up and going and tweak it as I go and I can always add on the extra things that I want to add on like it's I know it's not going to be perfect from day one um, but yeah I'm deciding to take a more of a like launch it iterate it kind of approach rather than like try and get everything perfect from day one because I think that task is just holding me back from launching so yeah that's kind of mm. where I'm at I'm excited about that and I will ask you about it in future episodes yes then. please yeah. do yeah how that's about awesome. you Mm, I feel like mostly the same as what I was talking about last week. Still working on inside marketing design, um, recording a few episodes this week. 
Um, and also trying to make a plan for my content throughout the rest of this year and also the start of next year because I'm going away to New Zealand at the end of December ah. and I don't want to have to do any filming while I'm there. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I am going to film a vlog series in the managed isolation that I have to do because I think mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to like capture. But as far as like regular video goes, I don't want to have to be doing that. So I'm yep. trying to get prepared in advance. Um, which is tough for me because I yes. feel like I always build up a good buffer and then I and then completely you lose it. just use it up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I just recently did the same thing over the weekend because I'm about to move and I didn't want to have to like try to film videos while I'm moving. And also I'm like sort of offloading some of my video gear because I don't want to move with it and, and sort of buy a new one on the other end. So yeah, over the weekend I like pre-did like four videos, which was super exhausting, but also kind of fun. And yeah, now I'm like getting rid of some of my equipment so that I don't have to record for the next month while I move. Nice. So lots of preparing on both our Lots of then. preparing, yeah. I don't know, it, it feels fitting for this time of year though, right? As you come towards the end of the year, like I don't want to have to, you know, work a lot over the holiday period. So prefer to get it all done now. Yeah, true. Uh, it's going to be a weird holiday period for me, that's for sure. Because yes. I will be spending Christmas <laughs> in a hotel room by myself. Every year I do uh, Sean Blanc. He has the oh. Plan Your Year workbook. Yep. yep. Um, I, I feel like I did do it for this year, but I just have not looked at it again because it just felt like everything's a shit show. Why should right. I bother looking at a plan right. sort of thing? <laughs> but it's it's been like in previous years, what I've done is complete that workbook on my flight to New Zealand because I'm normally going like at the end of one year, right. pre- preparing to start another. So I'm excited to actually be able to do that this year, you know, um, to yeah. be able to, I don't know. It just feels, I got so excited when I saw a tweet from him saying he was working on it. Nice. So I was like, oh my gosh, this like little piece of routine that I used to love doing. Maybe I can do it again this year. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. I am looking yeah. forward back to like routine life. It's been a long time since I feel like I've had a good routine. Yeah, totally. Well, that aside, should we get into today's topic and yes. talk about pace? Uh, first of all, Fem, is this true for you? Have you noticed as you've progressed in your career that you've gotten quicker at generating ideas, at bringing them to life, getting things down on paper? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like over time I've built that muscle uh, to better... Maybe it's more that like earlier on, I felt like all of my ideas had to be perfect or really good. And so I would spend a lot of time refining each idea I had. And now I feel like I'm a lot looser on like, you know, just putting out some concepts that aren't super refined or like quicker idea generation. Uh, So maybe that's more more why I feel like I've gotten like quicker at doing that over time. Uh, So I guess the answer is yes, I do feel like I'm quicker at doing that. And I think the reason why, you know, can vary. I like what you said just there because it made me think that honestly part of increasing the pace as a designer is confidence, you know, in not wasting time second guessing yourself or like you said, trying to make things perfect before you show anyone because you just like, I don't know, you have confidence in your skills and you know that if you show someone a really crappy (laughs) drawn wireframe, they're not going to like judge you and question why you're a designer and like question your value or anything like that. That is something I think comes with time and experience and that I definitely didn't have when I was um, getting started in the industry. I like I think I wasted a lot of time worrying about what people would think of my early ideas and that held me back from yeah. moving quicker or like sharing them and getting feedback quicker as well. 
Totally. Yeah, I think confidence plays a big role as you progress in your career. I think we talked about this a little bit in last week's episode too, around like building that domain knowledge, right? In a, in a particular mm. area of the company you work at or like a product area. And along with that, as you're building that domain knowledge, you're building this confidence, you can more quickly iterate, make decisions, move forward. Um, I think I've also gotten uh, better at like uh, letting go of ideas mm. like saying goodbye to yes. your like little darlings you know like I think early on I felt protective of certain ideas or like I was nervous to show an idea I felt really good about in case others wouldn't like it and things mm. like that so I feel like I've gotten better at sort of detaching myself from my work a little bit more um, and that also then allows me I think to work a bit more efficiently and faster yes absolutely that yeah detaching your value from the work (laughs) from your work and from your design quality at any given point I think is yeah I definitely spent a lot of time worrying about that too early on yeah definitely um do you feel like there are certain parts of the design process that you are like quicker at like do you feel in general that you're quicker at everything or are there still some parts where like you like to slow down and still sort of take your time or yeah how do you approach that Hmm. I think I've gotten way faster in the early phases, like way faster at wireframing, at generating ideas, like quickly sorting through ideas and making judgments on them myself of like figuring out what I'm going to share for a team with feedback. Yesterday, actually, I did a live design stream, which was super fun. I did it on YouTube instead of Twitch this time, so cool. just to see how that went. Um, and there was a lot of people there. So it's kind of nerve wracking to have like 100 people watching the design. <laughs> but I surprised myself in being able to start a project like right from scratch, I guess, like I was using elements from an existing page, but um, from taking the content doc and like putting together a like mid fidelity wireframe to share with the team within two hours, you know, Uh, and that I worked through like passing through the document, making some changes to the structure that I felt needed to happen and mocking it up in Figma and going through some iterations and making decisions all within two hours. And I guess, I don't know, so there's something about streaming that where I notice the time I'm spending on something and it surprised me that it only took two hours because I was like, wow, like I, I know that even a year ago, maybe or, you know, two years ago, it would have taken me longer. Like I would have yeah, I wanted to take more like a whole day to do that. Right. Or like come back to it the next day and check that I'm yeah. happy with it before I shared that sort of thing, which I mean, that is a good idea too. But um, yeah, I have a lot of trust with my team and they know not to judge too harshly. And I'm glad I shared honestly at the stage that I did because it was one part of the design that I was struggling with. And I was like, I know this isn't right exactly, <laughs> but I think the idea is sound. I just haven't got the execution right yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um And then I was like, oh, maybe I could do this other version instead. And I shared that with the team and like shared those thoughts with them. And they were like, no, 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 stick with this. I think this is great. Um, And so I think if I had spent a lot of time like, you know, trying to make the other idea work or whatever myself, uh, that, yeah, I should have gotten their feedback. And um, it's great that I did. So now I know like, great, cool. I will keep moving forward with this then because they think it's the right thing too. Yeah, I don't know how meeting heavy your days are, but I have found like as I've gotten more senior in my career and sort of started to have more meetings and like 
you know, move my focus a little bit to the more like higher level strategy and things like that, that like when I do have time to design, it's like, okay, I've got this two hour window. It's like this precious, Mm -hmm. like focus time that is like a gift. (laughs) And so I like really make the most of that time. Right. Uh, And so I don't know, for me, I also find a bit of that pressure of like, okay, Mm. I don't have a lot of time. Uh, You know, how can I make the most of this sort of two hour block that I have? sometimes really helpful in just getting me to move forward and not get too hung up uh, on things that I'm trying to work through. Yes, absolutely. I think that could have helped me earlier in my career if I'd had more time limits, I guess, on stages of the design process for myself, um, rather than letting things extend. Yeah, I think that could have helped me learn to, yeah, to work faster. But going back to you asked something about like, you know, are there parts that are still slower for me? Mm. I think that I am not very good at operating software, like in general. (laughs) And so like, I swear I'm like, fuck, I'm only 30. What? How old am I? 32, I think. Um, (laughs) Am I 32? (laughs) I'm that old that you forget your age. Um, (laughs) Like, I shouldn't find new software difficult you know I'm a digital native I grew up online I should be able to do this (laughs) but I I just don't think about shortcuts and like looking for the faster way to do something or create something Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's for sure something I want to get better at because um, I think that I'm I'm great to do a rough mock-up but when it comes to the refining stage it takes me longer because I don't have that like in-depth software knowledge to right like make take the thing in my head and make it come to life so yeah, that's that's an area that I would like to improve in my process. I feel like the idea generating and like decision making part, I'm like super snappy at now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that like visual refining could use some improvement. <laughs> yeah, I know some folks recommend certain like Figma plugins and things like that, right? To sort of like optimize yep. and speed up your workflow. Uh, I'm kind of similar to you. I I don't like hack, you know, how to like get my perfect sort of Figma workflow. Uh, I, I rarely use plugins, in fact, if ever. Uh, so I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I'm just like missing the boat here and working really And slowly. you're even younger than me, so you have less <laughs> of an excuse. That's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah, something that I actually just did a couple like in the last couple of days with one of my projects maybe this is sort of a helpful tip for folks is I realized that uh we my my content strategist and I were like um sort of trying to refine some flows and like we had the same screen being used in these multiple flows and every time we wanted to like update the copy in in one of those screens or update the visual design of that screen we would then have to like kind of manually copy and paste that in all other instances in the other flows, right? Like, oh, we need to make sure this is updated everywhere. Uh, And kind of got to a point where I was like, this is not efficient. Like there must be a better way to do this. I'm spending so much time copying, pasting and like surely I'm going to mess up and like forget a screen or something. So I actually turned uh, them into components with like different variants and states. So now we have like a components page in our Figma file. And if we want to update like sort of the master copy, we do it there. And then it just updates everywhere magically in all of the flows, which I don't know why I sound so surprised about this because like this is what components are for. Uh, But I hadn't really like thought to me in the past, like I've used components more at the like micro level of like a button or like some sort of like UI element. Right, pulling from the design system that you don't create yourself, right? Like you're the product designer using the design system. Exactly. But in this case for this project, I was like, well, what if I turn an entire screen into a component and like 
then we can just update the visual and the copy of that screen and it's updated everywhere. Um, and so, yeah, that's been a little hack that I've started doing in the last couple of days and it's been saving me so much time. So yeah, I wanted to share that little tip. Nice, yeah. That's something where I feel like I greatly sacrifice um, my future speed for current speed when it comes to things like components. Oh, go on, go on. When I'm getting started, like mocking up a design, I'm like just shoving like text here, button here, whatever, like, yeah. you know, just copy paste that. Cause I'm yeah. not gonna be bothered to like set up a component for it, make it all perfect. Cause I'm in that like speed getting things iterated point. Right. But by the time I get to the stage where I'm refining, that means that I have <laughs> a mess, <laughs> you know? Yes. And that nothing is a component. Um, for me to like easily update in one place and it updates everywhere. And I don't often take the time to just like, it wouldn't even take that long to like, okay, let's just make this a component so that every time I want to make a change to it, right. it'll update across the thing. I don't often take the time to do that. And that's something that I need to do more often for sure. Sometimes it's hard though, to know at what stage in your design process yes, to do that, exactly. right? Cause it's mm -hmm. like, I totally get that in the early stages you're iterating, you're changing, like maybe it's not quite worth creating these sort of master components at that stage. In fact, they can slow you down at that stage. I exactly. Think. That's where people get too focused on the details and the system yes. and forget about the like the ideas behind it that yeah. you're trying to get out. Totally. Uh, so yeah, I guess for context, like the level of the, the stage of the design that I'm at with the example I shared is like, we're coming into the like refine and hand off stage now. Like we're sort of making these final micro sort of tweaks and things like that. Um, but I also kind of feel like maybe I left it too late. Like I, maybe I could have done it a little mm. bit earlier when we started getting into more like hi-fi fidelity. Um, so I don't know. I don't have the perfect answer. It's hard to know like when to, when to bring those little optimizations in sometimes. Yeah, I, I sometimes feel like I don't know when I'm in high fidelity stage <laughs> until it's already passed. You know what I mean? Like until right. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm getting really into the details now. I guess I'm in the high fidelity stage. It just yeah. sort of like happens. I don't like decide that that's what I'm starting to focus on. <laughs> yeah. Something that I've struggled with is like going too early into high fidelity. And I think this comes mm. like this is because we have a really robust design system, right? I can just like straight away pull these hi-fi components and like yeah. build screens. And so sometimes I have to like, like work backwards from there and like, okay, now let's go back to like boxes and wireframes to like just really focus on the message and the, the problem we're solving rather than get hung up on the visual designs. Um, but yeah, that's like, feels like a whole nother topic, but it is interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think that um, getting faster is something we should aim to do as designers or not? I think for me, it's more about efficiency rather than like speed. Yes, getting more efficient rather than getting quicker. I like that clarification. Because yeah, mm -hmm. I, I worry that when folks think about I need to do things faster, they might, you know, look over some of the important details or make some accidental trade-offs uh, in order to be quick. Um, and so, I don't know, for me, I think the goal is more about being efficient in the way I work rather than like trying to literally design pixels quicker. Yep, I think that's a really good clarification because you don't want to rush through the whole design process. You know, it's not like, oh, faster is better more efficient is definitely better. Right. But because I feel like using that terminology, there's like a, a limit to where getting faster actually becomes a detractor rather than a benefit. Like for example, 
I never want to complete a web design in one day mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. to me it's so valuable to sleep on it and come mm-hmm. back with fresh eyes the next morning. And so if I tried to optimize my process to the point where I'm like doing wireframes, doing the mid fidelity, doing the high fidelity all within a day, I don't think that my work quality would be good enough because I wouldn't be coming back with fresh eyes and like challenging myself. I would just be focused on getting through it. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious, like, have you been in that position though, where like maybe there was a really quick deadline? Like, have you had projects where like, okay, speed is of the essence for this. We got to get something out the door. Maybe there's a bug or something super urgent. What's your experience been there if you've had that? Yeah, the the thing that comes to mind is, oh gosh, how many years ago would this been? Maybe like three-ish years ago, we did a Cyber Monday promotion for this thing called the Creator Pack that was like, you get a ConvertKit account and like this bunch of this other stuff, like courses and things, whatever, for our Cyber Monday. And I don't remember how much time I had, but I remember it was very short, like maybe two or three days Ooh. to design the landing page for this. And because it was like a special promotion, it needed its own, like, not brand, but kind of in a way. Like, we wanted yeah. it to be, like, the creator pack, you know? Yep. And that was super tough for me because I also felt a lot of creative block around it. Um, and so it's, like, this perfect storm of there is a tight <laughs> deadline. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm fucked, you know? <laughs> and it was so hard. I made it through somehow just by, like, I don't know if it was just luck, really, that yeah. I had a breakthrough at the right time yeah. and got to something I was happy with. But I feel like how I got through that was just telling myself, okay, you do not have time to try a bunch of different concepts until you feel something is right. Like, yep. go for the closest possible thing that you feel is right and let's yep. just get moving forward because there's no time to waste totally. sort of thing. Um, and that that's how I got through it. And I wouldn't say it's my best work, but I was still pretty proud of, of what came yeah. out in the end, you know, and it's it served the need. Yep. Um, but I don't wish to work in that state all of the time. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Usually when I'm in this situation, my first response is like, how can we cut the scope here? Like, obviously this is too much. Like, is there a way to sort of ship a more scaled back MVP? And like, we can add these extra flourishes or nice to have sort of afterwards or later on that's like usually my first response um but in cases where that is not possible like that is not the case um yeah i'm i'm not great in this situation either there's been times where i've been like up at 4 a.m to like create designs in time for a 10 a.m design review that day uh you know that i obviously don't make a habit of that but it has happened a couple of times um So yes, I've been in that situation too. It sucks. I think that one thing, maybe like a warning to take away from this, not to sound (laughs) ominous, but is like, you never know when creative block is going to hit. So do not delay (laughs) in starting that project, right? Because if if you're like, "Ah, I've got a week for this, it doesn't matter if I get started on it, you know, like tomorrow, the next day, maybe tomorrow, the next day is when you have that creative block. So it's like, if you have the time, get started sooner because I think creative block is easier to push through when you're in the refining stage than it is at the early idea generating stage so yeah you want to get that done whenever whenever you know as soon as possible essentially yeah (laughs) yeah I would say especially to any more junior designers listening I don't want you to listen to this and feel like I'm too slow help (laughs) like I'm in trouble like I'm not fast enough and like get concerned about that 
I think that increasing your pace will come with time. Mm-hmm, and hopefully mm-hmm. if you are more junior, you have, um, I don't know whether it's project managers or other designers on the team to help guide you on what pace is right for your company. And if you're meeting that, don't worry about it. You know, um, I think pace isn't something that you need to consciously work on getting better right, at. I think right. it will just happen. Um, one thing maybe you can do to be more conscious about it is learn to trust yourself. Like (laughs) tell yourself, okay, I'm going to design eight different iterations in the next hour. And uh, like putting those constraints on it for myself means I'm going to just have to go with whatever idea comes to my head and get used to being uncomfortable with that. Um, yeah. And trusting that the right stuff will come out of it in the end. Yeah. I think that's what I want the main takeaway to be for anyone listening is that, yeah, this is a thing you can work on, but don't worry about it too much. <laughs> yeah, and I think especially in the early stage of the design process, it's more about quantity over quality, right? Like quantity mm-hmm, of ideas mm-hmm. rather than like, you know, really creating these high polished, high produced mm-hmm. you know, couple of ideas. Uh, I also want to give a like personal plug because I actually have a YouTube video all about speeding up the design workflow. So Ooh. if you're listening and it's something you're interested in then you can check it out on my youtube channel and we can put a link to that in the description how about thank you cool well fam where can people go to hear more episodes of this here show you can grab out your mobile phone open your podcast <laughs> app look for design Life. your mobile phone <laughs> <laughs> your cellular device what do we call it these days i guess it's just a phone uh you yeah. can also go to designlife.fm and from there you can join our free slack community you can also find a link to our store and buy the pin yes please go ahead and do that only eight bucks get some cool swag <laughs> all right well good chat fam and we'll see you next week See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.